Attention. Attention in detail. Listen up and lead well. You're a VIP, giving you what you need to succeed. Be best you can in your own company. Attention detail one by one, step by step to get the job done. Pops are gonna break it down to you. I ask questions, get the show started further. Attention detail. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Attention to Detail Attention with Eric Bird. Moving your brand forward as artists, leaders, and influencers. I'm your host, Jason Bird. This show is sponsored by VIP Consulting, Leadership Done Well. VIP trains leaders in the skills they'll need to take their organization to the next level. Vision casting, conflict resolution, staff and volunteer management, and more. VIP Consulting helps clients create an action plan and works alongside you to execute it. Experience what faith-based institutions, individuals, and organizations have come to learn. VIP Consulting gives you the VIP treatment. Go to ericbird.com for more information. Attention. So this is going to be fun. I get a chance to talk to you boys about what's going on. And uh, attention. Um, you know, I you all have a wonderful, uh, scintillating. Exciting. This is the quietest y'all ever are, by the way. I just want to say, all the people at home are probably like, is he editing out? No, we're just sitting here like shell shock. Nobody's looking at y'all. Even though thousands of people all over the globe are Attention. hanging on your every... No, it's not really It's not really that bad. But um, why don't we all introduce ourselves, Attention. and instead of giving the school name, why don't you just give your age and the grade that you're in? So, of course, all of you know Jason Miles. Attention. So I'm a senior, and I'm 17. Um, my name's Will, I'm 14, and I'm in the ninth grade. Great, and then last but certainly not least. Attention. Hi, my name is Quentin, and I'm 12 and in the seventh grade. So we're still doing distance learning Attention. where we are, and I know that there's a lot of, you boys are probably aware, there's a lot of conversation, there's a lot Attention. of stuff that's swirling. Unfortunately, it has become somewhat political about distance learning and Attention. some kind of hybrid model that some school children are going through. And then there are people that are saying, we want to go to school full time and we should have already been in school full time. So I just want to get your perspective on that. So that way, the leaders that are listening at home can maybe inform their households on what you can do with the hand that you've been dealt. I'm a firm believer that leaders, whether you're in a faith-based institution or not, whether you're in a church or not, leaders embrace challenges. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah. I mean, all the people that you guys read books about, you read movies about, you know, on one level, it would be great if you lived a life where you had no problems and everything was cool and nobody got sick and everybody was perfect. And that, but that would be kind of a boring life story, right? right? So part of the part of the appeal of dealing with adversity is the challenge to see if you can overcome it. So I just thought I would ask you guys just generally, how is distance learning going for you? How what were you feel? I, I, we've been in a pandemic now for several months. 
when it first happened and you thought, wow, there was a spring break and then we're going to go back to school. And then, no, spring break is going to last for the next seven years because I'm never going back to school. What, how, do you, how did you feel about the idea of distance learning back then, back in the spring? Uh, distance learning in spring was, I don't know, it was, it was fine in some aspects and others. It wasn't like certain classes for me was a bit easier. But then there was at times where it's like if we were in school getting – like help or tutoring or something would have been a lot easier. Um, This semester, it's a bit more uh, anxiety-filled because, you know, it's like last year, it was a bit more, like, lenient because we were all transitioning, like, immediately. But this year, since we kind of already dealt with online school, it's more of a normal school expectation. So it's a bit harder, but I wouldn't say it's super awful. So there's more of a sense of expectation now that we've actually dug our heels in. Yeah. Okay, I want to come back to that point. So remind me about that. I want to come back to that point because that's a big point. Leaders, Andy Stanley says, leaders don't have to be right all the time. They just have to be clear. And I think one of the things that leaders can do to set their teams up for success is once you know what the playing field is going to be, set your course and go. Like, do you guys remember uh, that movie we used to watch, A Saintly Switch, the Disney thing, yeah. where it was the guy that is the quarterback for the Saints? New Orleans remember Saints when he did the Freaky switch. Friday thing and he became his wife? Yeah. And they had the they had the, uh, the he was in the huddle and he said, "How would you guys like to do? How how would you feel about a running play right now? A running play? Who hasn't gotten a chance to have, to carry the ball? You? No, you know what? We maybe we should throw the ball. You know, I don't think we've thrown the ball in a little bit. I think we should probably throw the ball." We're not gonna okay, and the guy's like, we we have we have ten seconds before we have to. We're still in the huddle. We have ten seconds. He's like, okay, I think of it. Like you don't have to be right, but you have to be clear. So one of the ways that you can take the anxiety out of stuff is just set the course for your team. Acknowledge that you know there are going to be some bumps in the road, but this is where we're going. This is where we're going until we get enough feedback that this is not working. All right. Um, how did you, but I want to stay back in the spring before we get to the day. Will Q, how did you feel? Try to remember what it was like back in the spring. Like when you first found out, oh, wow. Like we were just in the building last weekend, like Friday, I was saying goodbye to my teachers. And now like, I have not been in the building. Like, what was that like the first week, the first two weeks? Any of you? Um, for me, it was kind of my feelings were, you know, kind of. It was kind of rushed, and I was not really prepared to go into online school. So, in a way, I wasn't fully there. But then, you know, over the course of time, I kind of got into the rhythm. Okay. Will, any thoughts? Any thoughts, Mr. Quiet Man? You, you're generally the quieter one, I think. Um, I mean, did you yeah. feel some kind of way about it? Did you have, like, any kind of energy? Were you, like, upset? Were you concerned were you like whoo i can sleep late like what what was going on with you it was a lot because um the they never gave any instruction okay well going into it so it was just like you're so they just expected you to sign in every day and do your work but there was no like no uh, tutor hours or you know no directions at all it was just assignments with like out any direction yeah, so it was a lot. 
So what you're saying is, is that the infrastructure wasn't there for you to feel super successful. Would that be fair? Okay. That's point number two, I think. See, this is good. For all of you that are listening at home, VIP Consulting, attention to detail, Eric Bird. Doesn't that have a nice ring to it, Q? Attention to detail, Daddy Warbucks. Um, anyway, um, that's a that's a good point. Um, a, a point number two is that a lot of times leaders may have the right idea, but because they haven't explained it well or given their team what they need to be successful, it's not executed well. The team feels nervous because we don't know how to be successful. Does that make any sense? Yeah. It's like imagine take the New York Jets. Okay, that's a bad. Okay, that's okay. That's that's probably not good. Why are y'all so quiet? Y'all can actually talk. Like, why are y'all so quiet? Y'all are never this quiet. Anyway, but like, take the New York Jets. No, but really, like, you know, imagine if you had a football team and you knew that you had to throw the football, but you just never practiced. You just never practiced throwing the ball. So then you get to the game and you're like, okay, now we're going to pass the ball. And you go, well, I know how to throw the ball. I know how to catch a ball. But we didn't run it. We didn't do any film work. We didn't practice. The, you understand what I'm saying? So it's like another leadership point is, you want to equip your teams to be successful. Right. You got to give them what they need to be successful. So don't be afraid to check in with your team and go, how's it going? What do you need? I think what you probably experienced in the spring, William, uh, Billy D. Williams, is that they probably didn't know what else to do because we were all thrust into this new environment that we didn't know what to do. And so the one thing the teachers know how to do is give homework. Okay? Like, they, they get that. I don't know how long the teaching profession has happened, but if there was teaching 3,000 years ago, somebody gave homework, okay? Like, we know how to do that. When I grew up, when I was going to school, you know, we did homework. Um, how have you guys felt about, because I'm also reading online about, um, how are you guys feeling about being away from your peers? Have you have you felt that? We've been in a, na- we live in a neighborhood where, Thankfully, we're kind of in a social neighborhood where your friends, you have access to some of your friends. But has your anxiety kind of spiked at all about not having access to your friends on a day to day basis like you normally do? At times, yeah. Um, I mean, because a lot of school is like based around social stuff. Like you'll go through the halls and talk to people. You go to lunch. You'll meet after school, uh, before school, stuff like that. And now because there's no... I mean, there's like a school day, but because it's still, you know, a pandemic, you still it, it, now we're, we're kind of able to see people more. But like in spring, we weren't really seeing a whole lot of people. Summer, we kind of were. So it, it at times it was more anxiety filled. Yeah. Any of the rest of you? Oh, OK. Well, not responding to a question is always good for a podcast. Um, that was a joke. It's not tough crowd. Um, summertime, we happened to live in a school district where they didn't make a decision about going, um, online full time until deeper into the summer. What did you guys want to do? Did you guys want to do online completely? Did you want to do a hybrid or did you want to go back to school? In a way I wanted to go back to school. Cause again, I missed that, um, kind of connection, you know, talking to your teacher, you know, your, your teacher telling you, explaining stuff, and in that way, I kind of miss that, but it's just not safe yet to go back to school, so K-12 
can't really go back to school and then I'd rather be safe than unsafe. So. Okay. Will, is that kind of your feeling or anything different? No, it's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I want to go back to school, especially for seniors. Like last year, I felt for the seniors because our school system, I feel like a lot of school systems tried their best to give seniors, you know, the sure. end of senior year. Um, and for us, like we want to be, you know, in school senior year doing – I don't know all the activities necessarily, but, I mean, we'll have the prep rallies. We have the homecoming activities, you know, so people want to do that. The jazz music master class. That's not a thing. Um, Whew. And, but, but, tough crowds, you know, it's, it's not, it's not the greatest time yet. Like, I, I would hope that maybe second semester there's more of an opportunity to go back to school, at least part-time or something, but uh, we'll just have to see what the conditions are like. So I think it's cool to kind of value, kind of value um, the temperature of the room. So just because you're a leader and just because you're uh, going to be successful, you're planning to be successful, doesn't mean that you don't hurt or have feelings or you can't acknowledge, yeah, this really kind of stinks. Yeah. Like 2020 stinks. So... I don't know. I've worked and been around people that are in leadership positions. And it's, it's like we, you know, and le- there are, there's lingo that leaders use that I think are, is really, really strange. Like, you know, like when somebody, you know, when somebody you love passes away, they'll say something like, you know, I have to be strong for the. Well, what? Why does strong mean not showing emotion? Why does strong mean not crying? If it hurts, you cry. Right. I mean, you may not want to cry at every time you have an issue, then that might be, you know, a little uncomfortable. No way. Like you say, you know, if you pull up to the Chipotle and they run out of tofu and you're like, why? Oh, God. You know, that, that you know, you might, you know, they have to come get, take you away. You understand what I'm saying? But the point, yeah. the point I'm making is that, like, why are you, why are you laughing at me? Quentin is laughing at me over my shoulder. Why are you laughing at me? Stop mocking your father. Catch up. But I mean, I th- you know, acknowledge that your team is feeling like some kind of way. Acknowledge that, you know, this new season is going to be difficult. The other thing that you guys have an advantage is that, you know, you have a fantastic mother, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that you have a phenomenal mother and your mother is also an employee of the school system. I think it's good for us to remind people because when I was a kid, I never thought of my teachers as people. I never I thought they were like robots sent here to kill children that's what i thought i thought they were sent here to kill our spirit kill our joy kill our drive kill our fun you know and they were making us learn things that would not benefit us and it was like medicine like you just had to learn about you know the new deal because we just should have known that and we should have memorized john f kennedy's inauguration speech because it was just a good thing to do not because it actually had value um And of course, you know, I still think that way. No, no, but I still think, I think that now, you know, it's good to know that your teachers are people. So all the anxieties that you might be feeling, all of the social stressors that you might be feeling about, you know, I don't get a chance to interact with my team. I don't get a chance to interact with my basketball team, my friends. I don't get to go to lunch. Your teachers are human beings. They're feeling the same way, right? So it's good to be, it's good to be sensitive that everybody is feeling some kind of way. Um, in the minutes that we have left, because the time is just flying by with all of this information that William is throwing at me, all this I- info that Will 
Woo! It's a lot of smoke. Um, what was I going to say? I think I was going to ask you about like today. So what do you think are some of the best tools, pieces of advice that is helping you be successful today? Like, I know that we could park the car and stay in the stay in the parking lot about how, yeah, I miss playing sports. And yes, I miss lunch. And yes, I miss like life back to order. I'm so done with COVID. I'm just like, I girl, I'm, I'm ready to just I'm ready to just put COVID in the books. 2020 has been some kind of year, y'all. But what are the best pieces of advice that you've been given that you could maybe say on the mic that would help others in this time period. Anybody? Got um, for in terms of like for online school or just in general, just in general, uh, I have something in my mind, but again, we don't discuss people. We don't discuss this in advance. We don't discuss what we're going to talk about in advance. And so I just want to see if you're going to say it. Cause I would say it, it goes into school, but it can be more generalized. Just, it goes beyond staying organized, but having a specific schedule. So for online school, you know, you have to get on class for a certain amount of time at this time, right? So what's been helping me is like you, I have a big calendar, like one of those big desk, desk size yeah. ones. And I'm writing out, you know, what's due this day? Uh, when am I going to get this assignment? Uh, when I should do these assignments on what day? And having that type of system makes it a lot easier so that I'm on top of my work. Um, and that can go for, I mean, just people with working in general. Like if you're, as long as you're on top of your work, it's a bit less stressful. Right. Cause even though, you know, you'll be getting a lot of work at one time, if you divide it up at a certain point, then it's a lot easier to get through. Cool. Anyone else? Q? Well, I don't know if all the schools use this, but Schoology has been keeping me very organized and you know I see my I have a uh, assignment in my grades that I have to do today and then I have one on Friday and I feel like that keeps me more organized and you know just you know on top of my work and like he said just getting things done so technology sir you can use technology to help for so just from the two of you that's really important because Jason's process is to write it down so nothing wrong with that his process is i write it down and i can visually see when i got stuff due you're saying i like to i like to access it online so now i can access the schoology program um schoology is not a sponsor of attention not sponsored not sponsored we're yeah. open to it if you're open to sponsoring hashtag ad <laughs> attention to detail eric bird um we'll take your money.com um we'll take your money.com um but yeah so technology can use will anything that along those lines or something different what's helping um, you uh i checked your grades last night you're doing well the same thing i know with quentin but uh i like how you're able to go in and uh talk to your teachers after school has been done so you can uh like if you need further clarity on some assignments so i like that part in Schoology and technology. Okay, so technology is good. Um, how's your attitude been? How's your attitude been shaped? It fluctuates. Okay, from good to bad? Uh, fuming anger to, uh, to I guess. Uh, joy? 
either joy or just sense of like accomplishment that I'm on top of stuff. Like I will, I will go from, you know, cause I'm, I'm a student that's a uh, human of course. So I'll, I'll be mad at a class or something, or why are we doing this work or something like that? But then, you know, once you get through and you get the work done, then it's like, okay, I actually did this. I mean, you kind of move through that. So it's like a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Nothing wrong with being a human being. Um, for me, it's so your class will sign a grade and you'll be like, why am I even doing this? You know, what is the point of learning this? And then like you'll study and you'll know. And then once you get a good grade or you do your best, you'll feel like this sense of accomplishment or, you know, glad that you actually did the work instead of just saying, well, it's online school and I just it's hard. So I'm just going to give up. Good. Good. So it's teaching you about perseverance teaching you about adversity um you're gaining the value of um you know you have work and you can accomplish and get the work done i used to think again i used to think that teachers were just like cyborg people that had no soul that came here to steal my joy i'm just gonna tell you about me and what i found out was that i never had a teacher that gave even the teachers i didn't like or the teachers that i didn't think were super great i never had a teacher who woke up that day thinking about ways of destroying my life. It may have felt that way at the time, but it actually never happened. I never had a teacher who went, you know what, of all the things that are going on in my world, COVID, you know, I'm getting married, I'm getting divorced, I have children, I don't have children, um, I'm going to church, I'm not going to church, I have money, I need more money. Of all the variables that are swirling around my head, I, I've never had a teacher come to me and say, you know, I woke up every day trying to break you, William, every day. I woke up trying to make sure that you had an awful day. I never had. They don't do that. My point is that they don't give you a, they don't give you assignments with the expectation for you to not do them. So I was always cocky and arrogant enough. that it was like, if everybody else is doing the assignment and everybody, if somebody else can get a grade, then I can get a grade. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's, if somebody else can get an A, I can get an A. I'm not, I'm not going to fail to get an A because of a lack of effort. I'm just, I'm just cocky like that. Like for me, a big motivation is tell me that I can't do it and I'll get it done. That's a big motivator for me. Um, last thing, um, any advice that you would like to give for anybody who is still experiencing distant learning and they are in middle school, high school, or if they're a parent of a student, and I'd like you to maybe focus your comments on your attitude because I'm a firm believer of if your attitude is wrapped around, this is not going to work. Guess what? It's not going to work. It's not going to work. If your attitude is focused on there's no way I'm going to make that basket. There's no reason for you to ever shoot the ball. I mean, think about that. We're in the play. We're in the championship round now, right? We're in the playoffs in baseball, championships with the Lakers. Every time they swing the bat, they swing the bat with the expectation they're going to get a hit. They don't swing the bat because they don't have anything to do. <laughs> like hey, LeBron doesn't shoot the ball because he's got nothing else to do. Well, like, there's nobody. I'll just. Every time the ball releases, they have the expectation the ball's going in the hole. They're getting to the cup. That's why I used to love watching Mariano Rivera pitch, the greatest reliever that's ever played, the Hall of Fame, only person to ever be unanimously invite, elected into the Hall of Fame. Because when someone hit a home run off Mariano, he was shocked. <laughs> I mean, he would throw the ball, and if somebody hit the ball or hit it out of the park, he would look, I'd go like, 
I am actually blown away that you actually hit a ball off me. That's how confident I am. Anybody have any commentary on just your mental state of going into having a good attitude as you embrace the distant learning challenge? Well, for me, it's, you know, you used to give this example, like Steph Curry is shocked when he misses a three-pointer. And you want to go into every assignment thinking, I'm shocked that I didn't do as well as I thought. You know, you want to do as well as you can on every assignment because it will be worth it. Yeah. And that comes from preparation, right? Preparation. Um, some advice I would give to people on online learning is like you just have to stay focused in like the end goal. So like obviously the end goal for the oh, meantime the end is like goal. Okay. Is, the yeah, the end goal is, you know, to get a good grade, but it's kind of it's it's not just about the grade obviously like that's what accounts for school but if if you're learning the material and you end the class with a b and like you wanted an a okay well did you do the best you could did you put effort and time into learning did you stay focused and on top on task with all your assignments and you came out with i don't know an 85 or something then you you have to live with that so sure. it's not the end of the world if you don't do the greatest, because if you give your best effort, all you can get that's after that do. is that that's the best you can do yeah. is your best effort. Yeah. William, well said. Anything you want to add? Um, some advice I would give <laughs> is that uh, some some assignments is well, like for my grade or assigned on like maybe a day like after like it might be Wednesday, but assignment might be due Friday. Oh, OK. Like, I know some people like to wait until, like, Friday at last minute, but I would suggest probably getting your work done before that because, you know, it gives you time to revise your work and, you know, so that you're not doing that at the last minute and you're not uh, stressed out about the assignment. Good, good. Thank you, boys. This has been, I mean, of all the things we've done together, Disney World and the podcast. I think podcast has been number one. Don't Wouldn't you say that? Wouldn't you? Would this be really? No? Sure. Nobody? Okay, so I'm going to end this part of the podcast and then I'll be back with a few closing thoughts. Thank you all. Attention. Attention, detail. Thanks, Dad. And thank you for listening to Attention to Detail. Attention. We'll be uploading new podcasts every week, usually on Mondays, and you should be able to find us wherever you get your podcasts. Write a review and like us. You can also follow our sponsor, VIP Consulting, at ericbird.com. Attention. Go to ericbird.com and sign up for a free gift. Just our way of thanking you for supporting VIP Consulting and this podcast. Show notes can be found at ericbird.com slash blog, where you can also follow the show on the VIP Consulting Twitter and Facebook pages. Go to churchfacilitiesexpo.com and register it is happening right now through december uh cfx virtual is a fantastic thing i will be speaking on october 19th virtually but you want to register go to churchfacilitiesexpo.com to register thank you very much and we'll see you next time on attention to detail with eric attention Attention. Attention.